0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel. Tuesday, September the 13th, 2022. This is Nomi Sego with the top news at this hour. Defense Minister Benny Gantz says that Israeli intelligence has confirmed international reports that Iran is progressing its nuclear program. In a briefing to U.N. Security Council and Abraham Accords ambassadors in New York yesterday, Gantz said that over the past year, Iran has steadily increased its production of hundreds of centrifuges, which will enable enrichment to high levels. He said that Iran has doubled the number of advanced centrifuges in the underground facilities in Natanz and Fordo, noting that at the Fordo underground site, where the JCPOA prohibits activities, Iran's enrichment rate has tripled in the past year. He said that should Iran decide to, it could enrich uranium to the weapons-grade 90 percent level. He called on the international community to unite. We need powerful and decisive action, he said. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says that Iran seems either unwilling or unable to do what is necessary to reach an agreement with world powers, joining Germany in the assessment that it is unlikely a nuclear agreement with Iran will be reached in the near future. Blinken was speaking in Mexico. Here in Israel, the head of the IDF intelligence branch, Major General Aharon Khaliva, says that the IDF is preparing operational plans against Iran and presenting alternatives to the political echelon. At a conference of the International Institute for Counterterrorism at Reichman University in Herzliya, the senior officer said, We have pretty good intelligence regarding what's going on in Iran, and we have a good operational response. He also added that there is no reason for a confrontation between Hamas and Israel at this point in time. Next to the Gilboa crossing, Jalabit. Terrorists fired on Defense Ministry engineering equipment along the seam line. No one was hurt, but damage was caused. The crossing was closed, and IDF forces launched searches. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested five wanted Palestinians. In the Balata refugee camp on the outskirts of Nablus, explosives were thrown at IDF forces and gunfire was heard. The security forces returned fire and reported a hit. There were no Israeli casualties. Against the backdrop of the heightened tensions in Judea and Samaria, Prime Minister Yair Lapid convened consultations today on the security preparations ahead of the Jewish high holiday period. The election campaign. Cabinet Minister Ayelet Shaked of Yamina has finalized a deal for a joint run with the Jewish Home Party in the November 1st election. This deal reached just two days before the deadline to submit candidate lists. Opinion polls have projected that a Shaked-led list will not pass the electoral threshold, and the Likud has called on her to drop out of the race so as not to waste right-wing votes. The Framework for Shortening Shifts of Medical Residents. The Prime Minister's office has asked the Treasury to ensure the immediate transfer of 66 million shekels needed to begin implementing the framework in periphery hospitals. In light of Prime Minister Lapid's pledge of the funding, the medical residents withdrew resignation letters that were due to take effect. Meanwhile, the Israel Medical Association reportedly plans to hold a one-day strike in hospitals in the periphery in protest against the agreement reached with medical residents to shorten their shifts. The association says that this is a unilateral agreement which has no reasonable budget or personnel allocation and its implementation will harm the periphery. The Nachal Zafit disaster, four and a half years after 10 youth died in a flash flood in the south during a hike with the B'nai pre-army preparatory program, the head of the program at the time, Yuval Kahan, testified today in his trial. For the first time, he apologized to the bereaved parents. I am ashamed, I am sorry, and I ask your forgiveness, he said during testimony at the 'er Beersheva District Court. Kahan and the senior counselor at the program, Aviv Bardichev, are accused of reckless manslaughter in the deaths of the teens, nine girls and one boy. The hike in Nahal Safit went ahead despite grave flood warnings in the area. Turning to sport, in the Jerusalem Derby, Hapoel painted the capital red in a 1-0 win over Beitar at Teddy Stadium last night. This was their first league win over the hometown rival in 31 years. And finally, an extremely rare 2,000-year-old quarter-shekel coin was returned to Israel from the United States yesterday in an official ceremony following a transcontinental intelligence operation by the Israel Antiquities Authority and the Antiquities Trafficking Unit of the Manhattan District Attorney's Office in New York. The coin, made of silver, is from the fourth year of the Jewish Great Revolt and the fourth of its kind known worldwide. The weather outlook, slightly cooler, chance of drizzle in the north and along the coast over the course of the day, cooler tomorrow. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Haifa 28, Tel Aviv 29, Beersheva 33, and in a going up to 37 degrees Celsius.